0: Up on today's federal newscast. Should the leader of the NSA and Cyber Command give up one of those jobs? The investigation over the location of the FBI building is just getting started, and the background investigation backlog is dwindling. Those stories and more in today's federal newscast. Today's Federal Newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Is it finally time to split the leadership of the NSA and the U.S. Cyber Command? The answer, it turns out, is classified. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. General Paul Nakasone currently leads both organizations under a dual-hatted relationship that's existed since Cybercom was first stood up a decade ago. At a House Armed Services Committee hearing on Wednesday, he was asked twice whether he believed it was time to appoint separate leaders. Nakasone disputed a press report that he'd recommended a split to former Defense Secretary James Mattis last October, but he declined to say exactly what about that report was inaccurate. He said the details behind his recommendation, whatever it was, were classified. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Defense Department has appointed Karen A. Ovis as director of the Defense Suicide Prevention Office. 2018 saw 321 active duty members take their own lives, the highest number since the services began tracking the problem in 2001. Transgender troops and recruits will be mostly banned from transitioning to another sex while in service. A new Defense Department policy will also require most individuals to serve in their birth gender. The policy comes after a long battle over the ban, which was originally announced by President Trump on Twitter. The order states the military services must implement the policy in the next 30 days. Research and development is finally getting its day in the 2020 defense budget. The White House budget asked for almost $104 billion in research, development, testing, and evaluation, about $8 billion more than in 2019. DOD is putting an emphasis on developing emerging technologies that maintain the U.S. military advantage over China and Russia. The backlog of pending security clearances is down over 25% from its record high last year. The National Background Investigations Bureau has 542,000 pending security clearances. That's well below the 725,000 from nearly a year ago. NBIB Director Charlie Phelan says his organization is slowly but surely starting to handle cases more quickly. The White House Appropriations investigation of the decision to keep the FBI headquarters in Washington is just getting started. Financial Services and General Government Subcommittee Chairman Mike Quigley says the General Services Administration delivered about 2,500 documents to his office earlier this week. GSA Administrator Emily Murphy told the subcommittee yesterday that the White House had no involvement in the decision not to move the FBI into new headquarters outside of Washington. But Quigley did say the timing of the FBI's decision raises too many questions about potential involvement by the president. A Homeland Security executive has told Congress the 2018 midterm elections were secure. More now from Tom Timmon. Chris Krebs, director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, says CISA worked with both federal partners and local election offices. It provided threat information sharing and cybersecurity expertise. Krebs tells the House Appropriations Subcommittee on Homeland Security CISA hosted a three-day exercise to identify election security best practices. His testimony came as the Trump administration seeks a billion dollars for DHS cybersecurity activities in fiscal 2020. I'm Tom Temin. Lawmakers and Trump administration officials remain divided over whether rolling back postal unions' rights to collective bargaining over compensation would put the Postal Service on firmer financial footing. Senators Gary Peters, at a Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee hearing, said reducing collective bargaining power would not help the Postal Service's financial outlook. Margaret Weikert, the Deputy Director for Management at the Office of Management and Budget, said the postal unions' ability to collectively bargain for compensation marks a core difference from unions who represent federal employees on the general schedule pay scale. A bipartisan bill has been introduced in both houses of Congress to reform the Department of Veterans Affairs hiring process. Many VA hospitals continue to experience long wait times and staffing shortages as a result of a lengthy hiring process. The Veterans Improved Access and Core Act would require the VA secretary to come up with a strategy to reduce the length of the hiring process by half. Senator Mark Rubio wants to protect small businesses from cyber criminals. He's introduced two new bills toward that end. The first, the Small Business Administration Cyber Awareness Act, would require the SBA to develop a cyber strategy and report on breaches. The second, the Small Business Cyber Training Act, would institute a cyber training program for small business development centers. The Labor Department takes a big step to comply with the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act. Labor Secretary Alexander Acosta creates a new chief data officer role and new data board to help the department improve how it manages and uses its data and makes it more accessible. The CDO will be a non-political position in the office of, and reporting to, the Assistant Secretary for Policy, Jonathan Barry. The CDO will be the Chairman of the Data Board, which will serve as the Department's data enterprise oversight body. In that role, the Board will coordinate department-wide efforts around data strategy, data management, standards management, and policy execution. I'm Jason Miller. Two nominees at the Homeland Security Department are advancing to the Senate floor for a confirmation vote. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee favorably reported Ronald Vitiello to be Immigration and Customs Enforcement Director, and Joseph Koufari to be DHS Inspector General. DHS has been without a permanent IG for over a year. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, or subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter, Our handle there is at Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wayne.